Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone and welcome to Dragon Quest FM where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. My name is Austin. And I'm DJ. And today we're talking about our E3 predictions and dreams. But before we get into that, we just want to say thank you so much to all the people who sent us nice messages on Twitter. They retweeted stuff from our Dragon Quest FM account. They left us voice messages uh, over on Anchor. Uh, All that kind of encouragement, compliments, all that kind of stuff is just really nice. And uh, we've really been overwhelmed by the response we've gotten from everybody and uh, we hope you make make you guys proud yeah it's been it's been wonderful thank you guys for being so uh, welcoming with open arms for a couple of new guys in this space and um like we said you left us voice messages on anchor we're going through and if you're interested in doing that uh saying hi or have anything to say you can do that at anchor.fm slash dragon quest slash slash mess so uh so now let's just get into some of the good stuff with our e3 predictions and dreams so kind of the uh, I guess the elephant in the room, whatever you want to call it, is definitely uh, Dragon Quest Ten. Big question, yeah. you know, is it uh, will it come to the West? Is this year the year uh, it's going to come over here? Uh, why don't you go first? Um, so I'm I'm hoping against hope. I really don't think it's gonna. I mean, but I'm, I'm I can't help but think with the the surprise announcement that they've said was coming out on June 10th, which depending on when you listen to this, that you may realize that we're wrong. Um, um, but I'm really hoping that it is some sort of localization for 10. I mean, they've removed the they've removed the the IP ban from America that you can get onto the Japanese servers without uh, a VPN. And so it's just it, it seems like they're opening it up somehow for it. But I mean, I hope so. Like, that's my big thing for E3 this year is I'm really hoping they announced uh, 10 for the West, which I mean, that, I think that's everybody's like big E3 thing for like the last what? However many years, how many yeah, years yeah, since 10 came out? <laughs> like almost 10, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, the last decade, everybody has said this. So I think I'm just kind of uh, preaching to the choir. Yeah. And let me let me add right there, not to crush your dream right now at the very <laughs> beginning but um but you know they announced the dragon quest mobile game so i think that's yeah. the actual surprise that they teased i think was the dragon quest mobile game uh because um i know whatever the surprise is gonna be uh like um is uh has to do with japan as well so i'm not sure yeah. if like dragon quest 10 coming to the west is will be that big of a deal even though that's what i hope but then when they announced the mobile game uh that's kind of what uh i i think that was the surprise i assume yeah. that's the surprise yeah i think that's going to be the surprise as opposed to getting just information about north america and english um i'm halfway scared though that this mobile game they're announcing is going to be like a pokemon go but be dragon quest monsters um and i don't i say that scared in that i would rather have a game that i can sit and play than have to go outside and run around with though i can guarantee you that it would get me going more than pokemon go is lately and i that's actually a good point i had not even considered that because i was just thinking it would be something like the uh, like there's like what four different Final Fantasy mobile games. Um, Gosh, I, so like, many of them. Like Brave Exvius. Yeah, and, that's the uh, that's the big one uh, right now. But there's like 
wasn't their Final Fantasy like record keeper? Wasn't oh, I think I, forgot. I think that play record keeper. I think that while. one's gone now. And then there was like the uh, Final Fantasy Dimensions. Yep, and they one. did Dimensions two recently, uh, which was a complete departure from the way Dimensions one worked. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of thinking it might be something like that. But I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them to to do a DQM like Pokemon Go or even or even like the Did you play the Star Ocean mobile game at all? I did. I actually liked it. Okay. Yeah. I like that one fine. I don't like mobile games, so right. it's basically I download them, I play them for, you know, however long, couple of days at the longest, and then I delete it from my phone. So, um, but I, I did, I like the Star Ocean one fine, and so I kind of wonder if it's going to be something like that just because of the, like, Heroes games and stuff. Right. It's going to be, like, an all-star lineup from Dragon Quest games, and we're going to get, like, missions and different things like that, as well as a kind of a story. Yeah, so I'm I'm ho- a story would be great. That's uh that's kind of that's kind of my hope for it. Like overall if they're doing this announcement and it's not Dragon Quest 10 in English, I'm really hoping that there's some sort of actual story basis to it as opposed to kind of the Brave Exvius where it's more just battles. Like I've cared zero about the story in that one. I just wasn't able to get into it. So I'm really hoping that this uh June 10th announcement, uh the surprise will be more than that. So for my uh, Dragon Quest X kind of expectations, I'm kind of with you there. I think it, uh, I think it's a long shot. I think it's probably not going to happen. But at the same time, I have my hopes up, like really, really high that we're going to get some kind of announcement or something. Um, and yeah. I would love, like, uh, you know, I know, um, I guess it would have been like last year I want to say I want to say it was around the time not too long after Dragon Quest 11 came out I know one of the producers from Dragon Quest 10 um, and I cannot remember the person's name right now it was one of the uh, producers from Dragon Quest 10 said that uh, they had talked about doing an offline version right. in the West and so you know I mean I would even like that I mean I'm not just the biggest MMO person if Dragon Quest 10 comes over here I'm obviously going to play an MMO but you know even having an offline only mode that would be like on Switch would be you know a really uh, nice thing for me and because Dragon Quest 10 you can kind of play a lot of it solo I think it would be yeah. easy to get that offline only mode over here even um, I think our chances of getting that are much better than just getting DQ10 as an MMO I think that offline only mode would be the way to go and so I'm, I'm at least hoping for that even though I still realize that it's a very like slim chance of happening and the main reason I think that that's more slim personally is because I was talking to and I'm going to say this wrong uh, but Woodus is that how it said he's gonna uh, from DQ Den? Uh, he was telling me on Twitter the other day because I've got the Japanese Windows trial of of DQ Ten working on my computer, and it's really hard to muddle my way around. And I said something about being in the offline mode, mm-hmm. and he said that there was not an offline mode now like there used to be. That that's uh. changed a lot over the years. So I don't know if they would be able to because the trial is all the way through version one and two. Mm-hmm. And and so with them being on, I think, releasing version five soon, mm-hmm. that may not be possible if they've changed the way that they've done the uh, the offline and solo mode, which I hope is, uh, I, I just hope like you, I want to get it any way we can over here because even playing in Japanese on uh, 10 on my computer has been uh, like, oh, it's something I couldn't play before. <laughs> so, which is, which is so weird because I actually, I pulled up the article and yeah, it's just from October of last year. So it's fairly recently even that he was like, yeah, we've been talking about getting an offline only mode over to the West. So 
that was only in October. So oh wow, that um, was way way sooner than I yeah thought October, it was. I October thought it was... 2018. So I pulled it up just to because I you know I don't want to like spew out some wrong information here or anything. But um um so uh so you know big question related to Dragon Quest and E3 is we know Square Enix is going to do you know a presentation and we'll hopefully get some Dragon Quest news there. But we also right. know that. Because of Dragon Quest Builders 2 and the Dragon Quest 11 S for Switch, that Nintendo is going to be doing their own Dragon Quest announcement. So, yes. uh, so Square Enix kind of versus Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what are you thinking there? What is this, the Nintendo 64 again? Are we going to Square Enix versus Nintendo now? Yeah, pretty much. But no, I'm, I'm, you know, yesterday, I think as of this recording, it may have been the day before the uh, Square Enix announced they're doing the event. And so they're going to have that at play Avengers. Uh, announcement on June 10th as well. So June 10th is going to be huge for everybody who listens to uh, this podcast and others. And uh, we'll also get, so we'll get that from Square Enix. Uh, you've mentioned that we're obviously going to be getting the re- Final Fantasy 7 remake new. Mm-hmm. So, and and you had mentioned to me, you have in our notes here, that they don't talk a lot about Dragon Quest in the West as a company. Like Square Enix themselves, they don't really talk a lot about DQ. The brand does, like they have a social media brand for uh, mm-hmm. the Dragon Quest and Dragon Quest Builders accounts that are great. Like when Eleven was first coming out, like I was I was all in because of their Twitter, but I don't see Square themselves saying a whole lot about it. So I don't know if we're going to get much from them just as far as, as Square saying anything because they haven't been, they haven't even really been pushing the the Switch release of Eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, I think part of that too is because they handed it over to Nintendo, so they're letting Nintendo it's the same reason why the official Dragon Dragon Quest Twitter account hasn't been advertising the Nintendo stuff. It's because all of that, it's kind of like they handed it off to Nintendo and said, here, this is yours now. Uh, Do with it what you will. So Nintendo's been the one promoting that. So even the like official Dragon Quest Twitter account has, you know, all of their advertising for Builders 2 has been PS4. And then Nintendo does the Switch advertising. Yeah, I'm thinking Nintendo actually is the publisher for those, if I recall correctly. So that makes sense. Yeah, it is. And, And I'm actually looking way more forward to the Nintendo E3 presentation. I mean, generally that's the one I look forward to every year anyway, but just because Square Enix like like, you know, we've mentioned, they just uh don't seem to promote Dragon Quest very much themselves and uh you know, I was one of the people that uh was not excited about the 7 remake. It was not one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. I mean, it's a good game from like 1997, but I don't think it holds up very well. And so the remake I'm not very excited for the combat doesn't look good to me from the trailer. The graphics look pretty, I'll admit, but it's just not my cup of tea, and I probably um, will not play it. Um, the Avengers thing doesn't excite me at all because I'm fairly certain, I know I mentioned this to you before, I'm fairly certain I'm like the only person on the planet that doesn't care about superhero movies. Um, yeah, you know, your wife is the same way. That's true. My wife and I don't care. We feel, we feel very much like the only two people. And I mean, and the thing is, is like we've tried watching them, and like especially I have like really tried to like them and like I, I don't know there's just they're just not our thing and no matter how much I want to like them to be part of that like the moment you know that everybody's talking about
them out and stuff. I just can't get into it. It's just not my thing. So so Square Enix this year for me, I'm kind of just like eh on because there's not a whole lot from them that I'm looking forward to unless they you know surprise everybody and talk about Dragon Quest 12 or something like that, which I know we're going to get into later. But um, but mostly I'm just looking forward to Nintendo just because uh, we have the Dragon Quest 11 S news and I assume we're going to finally get a release date from them. I mean, I know they've said it's this year, but I assume we're going to get like a real date at E3. Right. Um, I expect them to talk more about Builders 2, uh, which you know, I plan on getting day one for Switch. And Okay, I'm going to ask about that because mm-hmm. when I was down visiting and, and we were playing Dragon Quest Builders 1, mm-hmm. like you you bounced off of the first Golem boss as mm-hmm. uh, this is dumb, I hate playing, even though the game itself was the awesome. The game itself have, was awesome, yeah. The, yeah boss, the game itself is great. Yeah, so... Uh, so um, yeah, so here's the thing for anybody who hasn't played Dragon Quest Builders. is Dragon Quest Builders, it's a really fun crafting game. It's like they took Minecraft but made it way better. They made it prettier. They added all this quality of life stuff that's just a thousand times better. Like I, I was never really into Minecraft. So Dragon Quest Builders has been awesome. There's quests. There's a story. I love how it kind of parallels, uh, you know, Dragon Quest uh, 1 um, because I, I kind of feel like it's uh, almost like a sequel. And I, I and based on what I've seen for Builders 2, I kind of feel like it's maybe a sequel to Dragon Quest 2. But uh, I mean, yeah, who, kn- who knows? Like 1.5 and 2.5 almost. Yeah. And so... So I've got some different theories, and I haven't played through all of Builders yet. I plan to, um, but yeah, you get to you get to the boss fight uh, because there are uh, you know there are like periodically there's some times where monsters will attack your base, and so you and your townspeople you go out there and you fight the monsters, and it's not too bad. The whole thing with the game is that you're not a you're not a hero, you're a builder, and so there's not a whole lot of fighting involved with it. You do have to fight monsters in order to get them to drop certain items, and then you know when they attack your base, but fighting and battling isn't a huge part of the game but then you get to uh to the boss and it's just it changes the game so much it reminds me of like a platformer really like a, maybe a donkey kong boss you know because of all the different like um aspects of it tropical the, freeze boss where they uh they have the stupid the stupid phases that are no fun to play and so yeah and so you know the first boss it's like you have to have this shield that you move around and it bounces off and then when he's dazed, you like lay down these bombs. I think they're called wrecking balls in the game. And, you know, hope it takes off health. And my, my main thing at the time was just like, um, yeah, it changed the game up so much that, and I did not like it. Uh, I plan on going back and beating it before two comes out and two just looks so great. I'm going to, you know, have to get it and try it out anyway. But, um, but I'm hoping to beat it. Maybe we can even do like a builders episode or something where we talk about it more. But, uh, right now it's just, I've been in, I've, I've gotten really far into Dragon Quest six, which I'm playing on the DS. And, uh, so I've just been focusing totally on that. Haven't had too much time to play it this week, but been focusing mainly on that so i haven't gone back to uh to builders yet but i I plan on going back to builders and hopefully even beating it before july 12th when builders 2 releases but um does that kind of answer your question i know that was a long answer but yeah it does because i was really curious because you were so excited for builders 2 and all the information that was coming out you and i talked because we live so far away i was like if you get this on ps4 as opposed to switch which i know you're not it's uh, i was like i can watch you over the game party thing where Uh i it can like we can sit and talk and I can watch you build things <laughs> and like 
nerdiest thing I could possibly say. And and uh, then when I was down there watching you do that in one, it was like, oh, you hate this boss. And you're like, I'm stopping playing this right now. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I tried it like, what, twice? And it just wasn't. And the main it thing. It wasn't fun. And that's yeah. the thing. You weren't frustrated because it was hard or it anything. Just wasn't. It wasn't fun. And it was like, we're going to enjoy our time. <laughs> this could sound terrible, but we're going to enjoy our time together instead, of, right. getting, instead of nerd raging <laughs> about this boss. And, and the other thing, too, is that I need to go back and craft more wrecking balls and I don't have a lot of the supplies and they're in like several different locations so I'm going to have to like teleport around and like farm materials for a bit and make up more wrecking balls now that I've seen the fight and know what it's like um, I just you know I went in with like maybe 10 wrecking balls and I don't think those are going to be enough um, just because I'm not I'm not very good at like placing them at the right time to cause damage right. um, so so you know, you know there's there's all of that but I am looking forward to dr- to Builders 2 and to 11S this year. Nintendo also, I assume they're going to talk more about the town, Game Freak's new game. Yeah. Have you seen screenshots? I've seen from a that? little bit about it, but I haven't been following it at all. It looks like a lot like a level five game to me, which, you know, I love level five games. Yeah. Um, like, I, I love level five games. So it looks like that to me. So I'm kind of excited for it. You know, we're going to get some Pokemon news, I'm sure, even though I'm not I'm still on the fence about Sword and Shield, which, you know, I'm not going to get into right right now but and then also i assume we're going to get some zelda stuff um i know today uh they made some announcements about what's it called cadence of hyrule yeah yeah the day, it, the day we're recording it. this at least let me say that today when we're recording it they announced and i think that uh i think that's going to be one of the games that we get at e3 that is going to be a since they're saying it's it's launching in june now i expect it to be like hey guys we're making this announcement you can go to the eShop right now and buy it oh yeah uh, I'm, what i expect I, from it like oh yeah totally no doubt. and then we have links awakening coming as well uh, so i assume they're gonna talk about that remake a little bit at e3 yeah, i don't see there's any way that they're not that if they don't show stuff on it they're gonna miss a huge opportunity and uh then like you said the pokemon stuff i hope we actually learn what pokemon sleep is because i don't <laughs> get it i'm too old like you and i were talking about this like we're too old to really understand pokemon sleep because we're not the sleep tracker kind of people and it's like we we love the the pokeball plus but then you get pokemon sleep and it's like the the best joke I've seen online about it is like what's next Pokemon eat your veggies and clean your plate it's uh it's like I don't I don't know what to do with it. And, and my thing is like I get what it is and I get what it's supposed to do but my right. question is why like yeah like like why why do we why why is this a thing why do we and I get you know money obviously is one reason why we need it um you, you know I'm sure they're like let's you know entice these people to come over to Pokemon and track their sleep. But I just, I really don't get it at all. Yeah. Um, but not to, I, I realize we're getting like very far off subject kind of right now. But yeah, uh, I just, I don't know. Pokemon Sleep, uh, if you're excited for it, I'm very happy for you. But me, I'm just like throwing my hands up in the air, like screaming why. Like, <laughs> I just don't get why. And if you're excited about this, take the time, send us a tweet at Dragon Quest FM on Twitter or send us a voice message. Um, at uh, anchor.fm slash dragon quest slash message and let us know why because that that's not a that's not a dig it's a legitimate curiosity we, we legitimately just want to know like just tell like we're yeah we're not it's not a dig at all we just want to know like why you're excited i mean we um yeah it's the whole thing you and i both uh you know once 
people to you know talk to us and send us messages and things so yeah so yeah just tell us just tell us why we, we just you know we're interested legitimately interested yeah my big thing is letting people love what they love and and to to really embrace that and i am 100 curious about this one because i know people are excited and i am so far removed from that demographic that i don't understand why and i want so so that said like at e3 this year like if you could get nothing else whether it's drag quest related or anything else what were your druthers if you what would you get if if you're you're everything that you could want at dragon or at uh, e3 this year what would it be yeah because if you're not 80 and don't use the term druthers <laughs> hey hey i'm like dr agon you know that druthers, you if you could get your you twiddly d others yeah you totally are um we're gonna have to talk explore this more in another episode <laughs> it's there's of, gonna be an episode about of, is bj dr agon the answer is yes we're just gonna explore it extensively extensively um so uh but yeah yeah uh we definitely want to know what you're excited about if you can get like one thing and speaking of like being excited about things um you know are, what do you think are they making dq remakes will they announce those this year so it, here's my thought if you don't mind me going first no. on this one uh, so, uh, you know, I really love Dragon Quest, you know, one, two, and three. I love four, five, and six even more. Four and five, especially, you know, are you know, two of my favorite games in the series. But one, two, and three were really, really good games. I think because of. Uh, because of the ending for 11, which I don't want to get into here because I don't want to spoil anything for people. But because of the ending for 11, uh, you know, a lot of people started speculating, especially after 11, uh, that they were maybe going to remake three just because of uh, it does, you know, kind of tie in to all the Erdrich stuff there if you haven't gotten to that part yet. And again, I don't want to spoil anything, but it does kind of tie together there. So I know people were really hoping and talking about at least even a three remake, maybe doing a whole trilogy Erdrick trilogy remake. Um, and so I, in terms of remakes, I know I had read an interview with Yuji Hori where he said, uh, you know, he's interested in making, at the time they were just talking about Dragon Quest 3, but he said they're interested in making Dragon Quest 3, but only after Dragon Quest 12. And I know, I know sometimes, you know, with game developers, it's like if they tell you no, it might not necessarily be a no. Right, but, but, you know, I kind of am taking him at his word there just because from interviews and like, uh, you know, I have the collector's edition for 11 that has some really good interviews uh, with all the uh, Dragon Quest people in the back and all of that. It seems like, you know, he's very excited to get to work on Dragon Quest 12 and that he, you know, really wants to get to that. So, uh, so my thinking is that, you know, probably not this year that we're going to get any kind of Dragon Quest 3 remake or anything because of the focus being on Dragon Quest 12. I am hoping, however, that we get remakes in the sense of of like the uh the, the DS games and the the games that are on like iOS or whatever version of them uh, make it over to the Switch kind of like I think it was E3 last year right when they announced all the all those Final Fantasy games coming to the Switch yeah I think so I can't remember if it was a Nintendo Direct throughout the year if it was E3 but either way they announced it and so I'm hoping I think it was this, Nintendo Direct was that what it was so I think so so I'm hoping that we get some kind of announcement for like all the Dragon Quest games the older ones are coming to Switch uh kind of like a lot of the Final Fantasy ones did because and, and you and I have talked about this outside of the podcast quite a bit because you're playing 4 right now on DS right. and 4 is one of my favorite games but um, I would really love to play 4 on Switch again because the DS version is fantastic. I love the DS version. I have complained so much about the missing party chat. If people read my blog or you know talk to me on Twitter they know I, 
I'm sad about the missing party <laughs> chat in DQ4. And so I'm hoping that we get that version, but with the party chat, because you have you had DQ4 on mobile and we're talking yes. about how you didn't like the controls. I hated it on 4, actually. I kept going back and it's like I couldn't get through the Ragnar chapter, partially because of the controls, but I also really didn't like the UI. The battle UI was clunky. I didn't like buying things. I'm just like, I'm just waiting. I'm going to buy this on DS dead. I wasted the $15, but at least I like learned that I prefer playing them on DS as opposed to mobile. And, and I really enjoyed playing 1, 2, and 3 on mobile, but 4, they did. They changed the controls and everything, and you let me play it for a little while on your phone when you were down here, and they were not the best controls. And and honestly, those kind of controls are why I don't play a lot of uh, remakes on mobile, uh, because I don't like, you know, that kind of thing. But um, but 1 through 3, you know, it's like you pretty much play them one-handed, and then with 4, you really can't. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm... Uh, so I'm really hoping all of those DQ games release on Switch, and I would totally, you know, buy every single one of them on Switch all over again. Like, there's no questioning. I would just spend all my money on buying all of these games just so I could play them on the Switch again. I'm not wanting them nearly as much on Switch because they're available on DS so readily. What I'm hoping we get is a 1-3 to remake, that kind of DQ classic uh, that people have been talking about, the 1-3 to collection, hopefully, even a 1-2 and two collection, because I'm going to play the Game Boy Color version of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I plan on playing because even though I have the mobile version of one and love the graphics and uh, everything, the the uh, old English translation of it is uh, bugging me. Yeah. And so not even old English, just that uh, that that cliched, stereotypical uh, uh, medieval type uh, octopath traveler uh, in that one area. I can't even remember her name, the hunter lady. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. These and thou's that's overdone. Yes, and yes. Uh, I don't like that in the mobile version. So uh, I like the Game Boy Color version a bit better, and I would like to see a remake of something like that more. Which I know that the one would have the old one, but and, and two, uh, it would be cool. Like the the Game Boy Color one would be cool, but I hope they. One thing I liked about the iOS version is they they updated some of the dialogue and things, so it all like ties together more neatly right. now. Um, and so, so I hope they keep that because I like now that um, they've got all the Dragon Quest games over here. They kind of like picked what they want names for everybody to be. So they're tr- they're going for more consistency now because um, I think that that's a big thing for me is just keeping up with like people's names depending on what which version you played. <laughs> yeah, can just get so like uh, confusing and so and honestly, it's a little like daunting to keep up with because you have like hundreds of characters and they each character has like two or three different names depending on which version you played. And then they also have their like Japanese names and it's just like um, it's you know honestly crazy. But my thing my thing going back to Switch is that you know I totally agree with the DS versions and things like that being available but you have to my thing is if we get the Switch versions you know I'm thinking those are going to be like 1999 games and Right now, the DS versions, you know, they're starting to uh, get a little high in price, especially six. You know, I bought the yeah, I bought I bought the UK version of, of six to play because all of the you know uh, US versions of six are like stupidly expensive. I mean, new it's like a hundred and fifty bucks was like the one of the cheaper ones I could find, and even used it's like, and I wanted the manual, I wanted like the case, the manual, all that, but um, even just for like the cartridge of six is like way higher than that mm-hmm. and um so so i'm hoping that it by with if these games come to the switch that it would really encourage a lot more people 
to play them because the Switch is a huge, you know, popular console. And also, I think it would be a good way to introduce more people to Dragon Quest. And also, it would be a good way to introduce people to Dragon Quest without having to play it on your phone or without having to spend like a lot of money buying an older you know, game That's system true. or older game cartridges. Things. So thinking about that, just the uh, just the the price of them and things like that, it's uh, I completely understand. Like looking at eBay right now, the cheapest six I can find on DS that is buy it now is one hundred and fourteen dollars. Yeah, and does that come with the manual and case and everything? It does. Or- Okay. That was that was complete, but it was still used. It wasn't even a seal. Right, yeah. And that's that's my thing. I think I found the cheapest one I found was around 90 bucks. was a little cheaper than that at the time when I was shopping for them. But it's just, uh, but you know, the UK ones, the UK ones are much more affordable. And also, if you're playing on a 3DS, you know, the DS cartridges are not region locked. So you can pop, a, you know, one from a different region into your right. 3DS and play it. The 3DS ones are region locked, but the DS ones aren't. So I kind of took advantage of that and tried to find the cheaper versions of games that I could play. <laughs> yep, I did the same thing. I did that with uh, the Dragon Quest Nine. I have a Japanese version and a UK version, and uh, just because I like the different cases. And I'm so jealous art. of that Japanese one. Like, I'm totally going to have to snag a Japanese DS version just for the art, because I... <laughs> This may be, you know, a dis- longer discussion for another day. But one thing that really bugs me about Dragon Quest games over here is the uh, is they don't use the Toriyama art. They have like Dragon Quest Eleven, like the 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 reversible cover that it comes with. To me, yeah. is way prettier than like what they have the like standard one that's facing outward on the PS4, where like it's like four characters looking yep. toward the world tree, like that kind of thing. Like I, I instantly like reversed it and put the other side in. And well, same thing with that with Dragon Quest uh, Builders too. We're going to get a reversible cover with the Toriyama art. They are, and, and I'm going to and I'm going to definitely reverse it there. They they didn't do it for Builders on the PS4 version, which is the one I have because I as soon as I opened up Builders, that was literally the first thing I looked for. I wasn't even interested in making sure the disc was in there or anything. I just wanted to see if I could reverse the cover because I don't like the American covers for a lot of the Dragon. West game. Okay, so now that is a topic uh, for for a different time completely. Oh yeah, so, I, mean, I could moving, talk, I could rant about this forever. So moving back to E3, um, do you think that we're going to get any kind of announcement on Dragon Quest Twelve now that Eleven is out? Now that we know we're getting Eleven uh, S, do you think we're going to get even the teaser trailer for DQ Twelve, or at least even a logo and a name? That's a great question. So here here's my thing: with Dragon Quest Twelve. I would love 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 to have some kind of information but the, the part of me that like thinks about how companies work i'm like this is already a really big year for dragon quest and for square enix because they're you know they have the avengers thing they have the the seven remake that i think is going to be a big focus they already have like some really big things they're announcing uh with dragon quest you know we're getting the, i assume they're going to talk about the mobile game um and then we have 11 s and builders too so part of me is like as a company i don't know if i would talk about 12 yet because there's so much other stuff that they're talking about this year that i feel like they may wait and do something with 12 next year hopefully i would love 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 to see something for 12 like other than you know 10 coming to the west 
maybe even more than 10 coming to the West. I would love to see some kind of Dragon Quest 12 announcement. But because of just how crowded the kind of like field is, I guess, with Square Enix right now, I kind of want to say no. Um, that and, and two, it takes a long time to make these games. And I know Yuji Hori said he was, you know, really wanting to jump straight into it, but I'm not sure if there's been enough time between 11 ending and 12 starting for them to necessarily have enough to put together anything. I could totally be wrong about that. It could, they could be working on it right now and they have stuff ready to go to tease everybody at E3. But right, right. now I'm putting it, Dragon Quest 10, I think is the most, is the thing I doubt the most. Dragon Quest 10 coming to the West and Dragon Quest 12 announcement is probably right under there as the thing I think is least likely. But those are also the two things I most want. So it's kind of right. a catch 22. And uh, I've found a quote from Yuji Horii that says that uh, Dragon Quest 12 is many, many years away. So I understand like not even getting oh, anything from okay. it. So because he's still, you know, 11 is still being worked and on. I assume I assume that was from recently. or That was in uh, December of 2018. So yeah, oh, that okay. was in the final thing of, of E3 here, uh, for me at least, the uh, what I would love to be able to see from them this year is it, everything that they're including in, in I always want to say XIA, uh, but in 11F. I want to see if we're getting the the village, if we're getting the Spirits of Lost Time, if we're getting Karuchi, if we're getting uh, just what we're getting in 11S so that we can stop speculating if this is going to be included and how it's going to be included because we can't do the canvassing and street pass stuff that that the 3ds was able to do mm-hmm. like that's yeah. what i hope the the big thing for dragon quest that i that i hear about is going to mm-hmm. be yeah and i look forward to that as well i noticed so i noticed on the notes here that you have dq rivals on your notes so what yes. some so uh so what do you want to say about dragon quest rivals it's so pretty like i'm kind of hoping <laughs> this is the mobile this is the mobile uh ad- adaptation that they're they're bringing over because there's a new set that has either recently come out or is just coming out soon and i can't remember which but the art that they've released for it is gorgeous that i didn't realize how much i wanted to play that game like i'd seen bits and pieces of it and never really paid it that close of attention because it was in japanese but when i saw this new art i just kind of looked at it and was like yeah yeah i would spend so much time on that because i'm a card game guy that i Mm -hmm. play hearthstone i've played magic the gathering for like 22 years or something and it's just card games are are in my blood and I want to play DQ Rivals now that I've seen what it really looks like and uh, that I've investigated a little bit for I'm, I'm very much want them to uh, localize DQ Rivals and, and announce that as the mobile announcement. And so, so, so I dashed your dreams at the beginning so I'm going to yep. dash your dreams here at the end. The mobile announcement was for Japan. Yes. So, so I it's don't think it's Dragon Quest Rivals. Yeah, so I'll just, I'm just going to like just crush all your dreams in this episode. We should just name this episode all of BJ's dreams are destroyed by Austin because that's, I feel like that's what I'm doing and I'm sorry. That's the title of my but, memoir actually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I, I also would love to see Dragon Quest Rivals come over here. I'm not super big into card games. Um, I do enjoy them and uh, you know, Dragon Quest Rivals looks really, really uh, nice and I would love to play it over here, um, at least to try it out. 
Uh, so I'm so I'm right there with you. I would love Dragon Quest Rivals to come over here so we could all play it together. <laughs> okay, so in terms of E3 in general, to wrap up everything, like mm-hmm. if you had, I mean, and Dragon Quest or not, like what are you looking forward to at E3 this year? Like we've covered mm-hmm. Square, we've covered Nintendo, we've we've talked a bit about obviously Dragon Quest and what we're hoping for, but are there any other games that you're really wanting to see or announcements that you're just hankering for that uh, that you want to see? Um, so outside of you know the games I've already talked about, really I think for me the only there, there, there's two there's two actually that I would like to see, and I don't even know if they're in development or anything like that. But one would be uh, Nino Kuni three because I mm. I love Nino Kuni one, and I really I love Nino Kuni two. I know some people did not like that game. Oh God, I loved um, it. Like you, that's what got me. And, you getting me to play it is what got me back into JRPGs after kind of a lull. And and, and you know I love level five games i know i said that earlier in the episode and i'll probably say it you know in other episodes but i love level five games and so um so i'm you know, I would love to know at least that they're making a Nino Kuni three, um, just because I did love the first two. Um, the other thing I'm looking forward to goes back to like I don't know a year ago, two years ago, and that is that I, I have been hoping, 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 hoping that we get a uh, Zenosaga trilogy remaster. Yes, and I know that's on your notes too. And I know last year at E3 we were like just speculating it on it like crazy because I think you had just finished up uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and you were working your way through the first one at the time and um, and you know and I played the second one back uh, like you know earlier in the year or uh, the year before when it had come out and so we were talking about it a lot and I uh, you know I really liked the first Xenosaga game on PS2 um, that was one of my favorite games uh, on that console and so I never played two or three um, because I feel like kind of they didn't sell well so they got like really hard to find over here yeah they're very um, expensive now and so so I would love to have some kind of Xenosaga trilogy remaster and you know, obviously Switch would be the dream there because I just want to play everything on Switch nowadays mm-hmm. um, but other than Inokuni 3 and the Xenosaga trilogy that's really all of my non Dragon Quest hopes at this point so nothing nothing too crazy I guess I'm really hoping on top of that that we get a xenoblade chronicles 3 announcement or xenoblade chronicles x 2 is uh, what i'm hoping for like i haven't actually played xenoblade chronicles x it's sitting over on the shelf uh staring at me every day so i'm gonna get to it uh fairly soon but it's one where i would love to see a sequel to it on the switch kind of push me to play it uh xenoblade chronicles 2 is one of my all-time favorite games because i've been a xeno fan since i i invested hundreds of hours in xeno years back when it was brand new and so if i were able to get a xenoblade chronicles 3 um i would uh, i would adore it and that would again push me to uh actually finish the torna expansion oh, well dlc i guess yeah and so um can, can we pause for just a second because yeah. i would like to also put xenoblade chronicles 3 on my list um, <laughs> because now that you mention it i'm like yes i also want that. i have not played xenoblade chronicles uh x at all because uh, i didn't have a wii u but yeah xenoblade chronicles 3 oh my gosh yes I also want to put that on that. It is so good. Um, and anyone out there listening, if you haven't played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, please go do that. Um, that said, I also think back to, I think like five years ago, maybe longer than that now, where you and I were watching the E3 presentations live at my house, and we were just kind of hanging out, doing 
it, you know, nerd style. And they announced Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 15 that year. That was the first time that we had seen actual 15 footage where it wasn't Final Fantasy versus 13. And when we saw that, it was like mind blowing with just a teaser. I'm hoping that we can get kind of the Elder Scrolls 6 style teaser of Final Fantasy 16, where we get a tone for if we see if we're going to stay in the kind of techno punk era that they've that they've been in for a while or if we're going back to the 9 and 12 high fantasy set like I really want to just see a logo maybe some Amano art for the logo and like let us know if we're fantasy like I and, really want that and I, I I would love to you know for it to be a fantasy setting and speaking back to that you know as I remember being so excited for both of those games and then you liked both of those games but I was disappointed in both of them <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 15 both I was just like nah but um you know I, pl- I beat both of them but it just i didn't like it and i've kind of been over final fantasy the last like few years um i think and so i think a fantasy setting uh for final fantasy 16 uh you know would probably pull me back because I, I i'm not a fan of all the you know the sci- more sci-fi uh techno punk as you put it kind of stuff so uh so final fantasy 16 fantasy uh trailer and maybe something that's not just the like terrible action rpg stuff that i feel like they've been doing which i'm not a fan of at all um you know that would definitely pull me back into final fantasy so um so i'm not really excited for 16 like you are but um you know depending on where that series goes i could totally get excited for final fantasy again we also have to let everybody know since we're very early into the show here people have haven't really gotten to know our personalities a whole lot yet. Um, I am the hopelessly optimistic person where I'm always looking like maybe this one will be good, and then I get disappointed. And you're the cynical one who's like, "I'll see." Nah, yeah, I, so. I, I am. But then sometimes I get really surprised. Like it's you know, true. that's uh, you know, some games I've you know put off buying on day one because I'm like I want to see, and then I end up loving it. And then like Xenoblade Chronicles two, I didn't you know I put that off for a few months, and then I was like. Eh, you know, I'm in the mood to play an action RPG on the Switch. This game looks good. And I ended up loving that game like a right. whole, whole lot. So, uh, so you know, so I, I could get surprised by something. But yeah, you totally are. You're the like excitable and like, yay, I love it. And I'm just kind of the like, I want to say I'm the realist, um, but maybe cynical is a better way of putting it. I'm just like, so. I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll see. <laughs> you're, you're Nick on New Girl, and I'm Schmidt. That's the way that, it is. That's that's a good way of putting it. So, that's all right, guys. Accurate. So, we've talked about E3. We're really excited about this, and now we want to know what you think about this. So, tweet us, uh, send us a message on voice message so that we can play it in a in an upcoming episode uh, and have this conversation. We're gonna do an E3 follow up episode once we uh, get through, obviously E3, so that we know what we got what we didn't and uh, how disappointed i am perhaps and how maybe vindicated austin will be so uh <laughs> so let us know what you think because what are you excited about what do you want to see and uh, just give us comments about what we have said let us know and since our podcast is new uh let us know what you want out of the podcast as well what do you like to hear about yeah that sounds great so uh once again you can find us on dragonquest.fm 
You can talk to us on Twitter. That's at DragonQuestFM. Uh, you can also read my blog, DragonQuestAustin.com, and it is Austin's Dragon Quest Quest. It's where I play through every single Dragon Quest game this year. Uh, pretty close uh, to achieving that. It's almost June, and I only have two games left uh, to go, so I think I can get it in. Uh, but you, you can... Yeah, and, and I've done some of the spinoffs. Uh, and you can also talk to me personally on Twitter. That is at underscore Austin underscore King. You can find me on Twitter as at Professor Beach. That's Beach with two E's. Um, I'm also on the at Dragon Quest FM account. Um, and you can listen to me more on the Geek to Geek podcast. Uh, it's everywhere that your podcasts are sold. And you can find it at geek to geek cast dot com. All right. See you later, guys. Bye.